Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to chsrhealthylife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. chsrhealthylife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Truth of Us. My name is Brendan D. Murphy. This is where we unleash truth and freedom with no holds barred, no fear, and no limits. Come and evolve beyond the matrix with me and thrive, not just survive. This is a realm of empowering, uncommon awareness. This is my Truth of Us. Hello and welcome to this episode of Truth of Us. I'm your host, Brendan D. Murphy, and this week on Healthy Life Radio, we are going to be joined, we are joined by Dr. Patrick Quanton, who is a very interesting man. And without further ado, I'm going to let him give us his background and uh, his shtick. So with that, Patrick, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to talk to you. My background, just keeping it very short, I... I've been a GP, general practitioner, medical general practitioner for 18 years. At that point, I gave it up, I literally gave it up. I returned my license because I no longer wanted to be part of that group. And I also was aware of the power that the, the medical authorities have got over doctors and any of their personnel. And so I didn't want them to be able to come down on me as a doctor because within those closed doors, you'll get punished and there is no room for any other thought or any other. Anyway, so I stepped out of that because I, over the years, I've been struggling with some questions about health and why people weren't getting any better when we were giving them the right treatment. And so in the books, it said it should get better. The specialist said it should get better. And the person doesn't get better because, well, it's his own fault. It's either he's a psychopath or he doesn't take his medicine properly or or whatever. So looking for some more truths, I came across a whole different world and it started off with the, all the alternative therapies. I started thinking that they were the, the holy grail. And that phase passed too. I then started to think that it was more a personal thing. And that is basically where I ended up and where I am right at this moment. I'm trying to tell people that health is your own. It's a very individual thing. It's something that you need to work on. There are no basic rules. Anything goes because it is your personal reaction to the environment. And that is why you can even drop an atomic bomb on a city and there will be people that survive it. You know, this to me was a crazy idea. And that means that there is a resilience in life 
that serves us all. But of course, we're not all evenly strong. We're not all have the same capabilities in the same sections of life, in the same energies of life. And so it's important to, to make your life an individual and a unique opportunity to learn something. You need to work with the skills that you've got and your neighbor is a totally different person and he's okay to smoke and have his whiskey at night or whatever and he doesn't get ill from that while you do. So <clears throat> very individual and that is what I started to focus on. I basically said to myself and later on to people, the medical profession is focusing on disease. They want to know everything about diseases. And so they cut them up and they dissect them and they analyze them. I'm no longer interested in diseases. I'm interested in health. I'm interested in the guy who survived his cancer. Why was that? I'm looking to understand health a lot better. And then I soon find out that if you want to do that, then you have to understand life a lot better than what we're told. And then you end up with what's the structure of the universe, uh, how is life made, how, is, how does matter come into being. And so my life changed quite dramatically once I, I left the, say, the safe area that says only medics here. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, uh, do you have a name for your kind of approach to, or your model for health and dealing with health and, and disease? When people who ask me what I do, I tell them that I fiddle with health. <laughs> okay, you're a fiddler. Yeah, I'm a fiddler. I, I just play around a bit when um, trying to steer people, or mainly trying to steer people away from false information. The fake news, but the fake news is not what they call the fake news. The fake news is what they put out. And so I'm trying to make people see why certain things are not working for them. And they can then make up their own minds what to do. In fact, in order to stay balanced, to stay healthy, it's not that difficult. But the the basic requirement is that you understand yourself a lot better. And if something goes wrong then, which people call or name them as mistakes, when something goes wrong, you observe that and you learn from that. And that, make, that means that you then know yourself a little bit better again, and that means that you have more control over your health and the balance in your life. Sure, absolutely. And so would you say then what you're saying there leads me to think that maybe you look at, say, certain symptoms of disease. Do you see them as adaptive responses or creative, intelligent responses to environmental stimuli? There's, they're definitely responses. There is no doubt about that. When people don't know me very well and they come in and I ask them to tell the story, they invariably start off with telling me, the diagnosis that they've had, as if I know what diabetes means. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it means for you. Yeah. So I have to correct them and say, no, stop that. 
It doesn't mean anything to me. Just tell me what you feel, what you experience. So how they feel their lives. And sometimes even by putting it into those kind of words, ordinary uh, language, that they can hear themselves say what is not right in their life. So it's the symptoms as described by the person, and the person needs to listen to it because it's their language, not mine. And then we take the physical signs and try to put that together. It's not about using symptoms and splitting them up in various directions and various diseases. It's about joining them together and trying to create a picture, one picture, of that particular life. And from there, they can then start the journey of learning how their life has been shaped, how it came about, what the main forces were in that life, and then they can see the reaction that they've had, maybe as baby, as small children, as young adults, and so on, to that environment, to that changing environment, or to that environment that was fixed and that they couldn't get out of. All right, great. So this is making a lot of sense to me, especially in terms of some of the other stuff I've been digging into. As far as the environmental threat is concerned, then we could continue that threat or we could steer it towards the the whole, the thing we've been dealing with this whole year, this pandemic, this scamdemic thing. People, I think one of the things you've talked about in an interesting way is the role of mind and the mindset of people in terms of their outcomes and what happens to their health or doesn't happen to them. For the last most of this year, almost the whole year so far, we've been subjected to endless endless fear porn, endless man- manipulation of the mind and, and constantly trying to get people into a state of perpetual fear and, and paranoia and neurosis. They're being invaded from outside by these invisible tiny things they can't see. Maybe you could talk to, to that a little bit as well because you have some interesting things to say along those lines. Yes, I think, you see, once you start seeing that the environment is extremely important to an individual... And so, therefore, to the group as well. But here we make the same mistake, and that is that we think that we all need a particular environment to be healthy in. And that is not the case. Just as we don't need a particular diet, yeah? Go and tell an Eskimo that he needs to become a vegetarian. It's a crazy notion. You don't do that. Every individual needs a particular environment. And okay, we need sunshine, we need fresh air, we need we need some space to live in. But then the definition of how much sunshine, what kind of sunshine from the north, the south, wherever, what kind of air, is that a sea air, is that a mountain air, that those are different kinds of airs. That depends on the individual. And the individual should have the choice to match the outer environment to the inner environment. Now, in the outer environment, there are all kinds of dangers. (laughs) You know, you could die, you could be killed by the outer environment. Of course you could. That goes for any tree as well as for any animal. And that's what we are. We are animals. We've been created, we have been created by nature. Then, Because the visible, 
the tangible dangers of nature are not enough for governments, for authorities to create enough power over the people. Why? Because people know these dangers. They live with them. They can see them. They can taste them. They grow up in them. So they've been educated in those dangers. And then the trick happens. And the trick, the major trick, comes from the medical profession. The first trick was to say that <clears throat> these illnesses are caused caused by little animals that we couldn't see, but that were there. <laughs> and they invaded the body, destroyed the body, and you, poor victim, could do nothing. The only thing you could do is not to get in touch with them. Avoid them. Now, there's a good one. How do I avoid something I can't see? So, in real terms, they were called bacteria and fungi were the main things. And <clears throat> then it happened that they actually, they, researchers, actually found these little animals. They were visible. They were there. They were visible under a microscope. So now the story that was put out before we'd seen these animals was proven. There they are. These are the little creatures that make you ill. Now stamp on them, kill them. And we're going to do that for you. And when we kill them all, there will be no more of these diseases. Ha! <laughs> it went the other way. The more they killed them, the stronger they became. The story, however, stayed. And that is, be afraid of invisible dangers that enter your body and destroy yourselves. Now, they found these little creatures, and gradually we found that maybe they're not all bad. Okay, you can find them in uh, diseased tissue, but hey, you can find them in healthy tissue. Hey, you can find them outside, you can find them in rivers, you can find them out anywhere. And then people, researchers, started to say, hey, these little creatures actually are creating life. They're not destroying it. The creating life. Then the medical profession went, whoa, no. There are other invisible creatures that invade your body, that attack you and make you ill. They're called viruses. And they do exactly the same, but on a smaller scale. The bacteria invade your body. This virus is so small... You can't see it. It's so small. And it invades the cell of your body. Each of those cells. And then those cells create a lot more of these little creatures. And then you die. <laughs> so the story continued. And the search for these animals continued. The electron microscope brought pictures. And on those pictures they said, there they are. That's the bugger. That's the virus. Right? But what people don't understand or don't realize 
is that electron microscopic pictures, pictures of a, say, a moon or a Mars landscape. It's a world that we haven't seen, we haven't visually made contact with. And so if I say that this little gray blob here, that is a virus, I'm the first one to look at it. So I call it whatever I like. So they call little gray blobs on those pictures viruses. They're still pictures, right? These things don't move. So we don't even know whether it can move or not. Actually, researchers do know these things don't move. They get shoved about. And then now we're so far in research and in science that we know that these things are not moving into the cell, these blobs. They've been pushed out of the cell by cells that are already ill. So <clears throat> they don't, the medical profession don't accept that answer. They don't accept that research. They don't accept that science. They want to, they need to stay with the picture, the story of invasion. Because that is where their power lies. They are the only ones that know about these creatures. So they are the only ones that can destroy them for us. Right? <clears throat> now, you can't destroy them. And I said the cells were already diseased and they were pushing these little blobs out. Now that ties in with other scientific knowledge. And that is everything is energy. Matter is created out of energy. It's condensed energy. It's fixed energy. And that means that the matter that we see, all living creatures included, are at the center of their energy field, where by compression it manifests. So therefore, those bacteria, they are, and they are visible, they live just at the spot where they have been created. And that is what scientists have said and have proven over the last 200 years, have proven that bacteria inside uh, a diseased tissue or a diseased organ, that they actually originate from there. So with the living creatures, we've been able to demonstrate that they indeed come out of that diseased tissue. Now, if I continue that story and I make the link to the viruses, then it must be obvious that they're also the viruses, whatever that little blob is that I've named a virus, that originates on that spot. Now, the spot here is inside the cell, just as with bacteria was inside the tissue. So inside the cell, something goes wrong. And that something has to be energetic. Okay, Why? Patrick. Because Patrick, all life is... I apologize, I apologize yeah. Patrick. Let me jump in here. 
And I want you to hold that thought where we're up to. I'm going to have to take us to a quick break. So, ladies and gents, this is Truthiverse. Our special guest this week, Patrick Quanton on Healthy Life Radio. Hold that thought. We're talking energy and blobs or viruses and this kind of fun stuff. So we'll be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. I know this is going to get better and better. Get ready to work smarter, not harder. Brendan D. Murphy's ebook, The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing, does just that and shows you the possibilities of how to maximize profit to put in your pocket. The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing shows you the ins and outs to discover how to leverage the system, tools, and automation to make passive income while you enjoy the lighter side of life. Get The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing at brendandmurphy.com slash pocket. That's brendandmurphy.com slash pocket. You have too little time to shop, so try Farm Fresh to you. They deliver organic food the way nature intended, delivered straight to your home or office, economically. Visit our web advertiser page and click on Farm Fresh to you now. The Grand Delusion is the book that can prove consciousness is at the root of creation. It strips away the veil of materialism and heals the division between science and spirituality. It provides a new intelligent foundation and direction for civilization to take in the 21st century and beyond. Personally, get ready to go to your next level on multiple counts as The Grand Delusion by Brendan D. Murphy illuminates the truth so you can be part of the solution for a better, happier world. Get your copy now at brendandmurphy.com slash TGI. Audiobooks gives you instant access to over 50,000 of the best sellers and hottest book titles in romance, mystery, fiction, and many other genres. Just visit healthylife.net's advertiser page and click on audiobooks to get started. You have options. Even if the economy is down, you can help protect yourself with multiple revenue streams to help you through these fast-changing times and beyond. If you're serious about exploring your options, then head to brendandmurphy.com future to check out the free training session. You can start adapting your future and learn to set up a fully functional affiliate marketing ad campaign step-by-step. You can learn how to use social media to make a living. So start by going to brendandmurphy.com future. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net Welcome back to Truthverse with Brendan D. Murphy and our special guest Patrick Wanton this week on Healthy Life Radio. I really regretted having to interrupt Patrick for an ad break there, but you were mid-flow, Patrick, and can you pick up where we left off? I'm hoping you can. Yeah, that's no problem. There's plenty of flow in life, and this is just one of them. So <clears throat> the matter is condensed energy at the center of its energy field. So anything that shapes the matter or that fu- makes the matter function comes from energy. It exists in energy first, so it exists in frequencies and vibrations first, And then some of those vibrations gets fixed into a particular matter. That can be an oxygen atom or it can be any living creature. So it's inorganic and inorganic matter. All matter sits at the center of its own energy field. And 
any changes to that matter, start here first. Start in the field first. So it's the non-visible stuff, the non-material stuff that creates the material stuff and that alters it. When there is changes within the material stuff, they come from your own energy field. And this is the crucial bit in the health and healthcare that we need to move into, my opinion. And that is, when you're a living creature inside, in the center of your field, the environment is on the outside of your material bit. The two energy fields, the energy field of your outside world and the energy field of your own world, they meet up, they take up the same space, just as various radio stations all enter my house at the same time, and they're all there, they, they take up the same space. So, now, what will alter my energy field are impulses that are there, and that are there in the field of the environment. But here is the thing, I'm a living creature and I can, and I, I decide, mostly unconsciously of course, but I decide what information of that nature I take in. And when I do that, my inner world, my inner space responds to that then that means that my life and what happens inside my body, if you like, the material bit of who I am, that will be an expression of the interaction between my inner world and my outer environment. That means that the individual reacts to an environment. So now I can put a hundred people in the same kind of extreme environment and some may suffer a lot or I could say some may die, some may suffer a lot, some suffer a little and some don't suffer. And you don't have to, you, you don't have to make it too complicated. Take ten people and put them in a freezer compartment. Just cold, that's all, that's their environment. You take them into the cold. Some may freeze to death. Some may get very cold and lose some fingers and toes. Others will find it a bit chilly. And another guy walks around in a t-shirt and short pants. And he's fine which shows us that the inner environment of those people are different. The outer environment we've created the same, but their reaction to it is different. Now, so some may die, some may become ill very badly, some may recover quite quickly, and some may never get ill. And that goes for all environments that you put people into. All of them. So... <clears throat> If we then make the link to the crisis 
that has been created by our environment, by our governments, uh, and the governments being pressurized by medical profession. If we make that link, then it doesn't matter a, a whether the virus exists, where the virus is, what the virus wants to do. If you want to believe in that, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Any of those things matter. What matters is how I respond to my environment. And here's the thing. If I'm afraid of something, then I will be on the lookout all the time. Now, if that was the fact that on the news they said there was a lion in town and he was hungry, <clears throat> then I could be on the lookout for that. So therefore, if I look down the street and there's no lion, I'm pretty relaxed. Yeah? I look at other people around me, they're pretty relaxed too. He's not here. He may be in a different road, on a different place in, in town. But if I have to be on the lookout for something that I can't see, smell, hear, none of my senses can make contact with that, then I live in constant fear. And what does that mean? It means that I use an awful lot of energy to protect myself. But it's wasted energy because I don't know where the enemy is. And in order to visualize that, our governments have given us tools to do that. One is up here. The other one is a measuring stick, how far away you've got to be from people. There has to be screens in between people. Don't touch each other and so on and so forth. Those are physical expressions of a continual fear of something that isn't there, that we can't see, that doesn't do anything to us unless we create, inside ourselves, create the environment of not being in balance, not breathe properly, not live properly, not have open spaces, not being able to do what I need to do, what I need to do. The, the government tells me I'm only allowed to make essential trips. Any time I leave my house, it's because it's an essential trip, because I want to, need to go somewhere. Yeah. Shops of non-essential goods need to close. I'm sorry, but when, my, when I have a water leak and I need a new, a new tap, that's an essential thing for me at that moment in time. 100%. Yeah? 100%. So it's individual. It's the individual reaction and response to life. But if we make that a group fear, then we have them all together, all penned in, and we can't escape anymore. Oh, with that sentiment, Patrick Quantin here is on a roll. We are on Truth Averse with Brendan D. Murphy and Patrick Quantin. Healthy Life Radio, folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to continue this fantastic role. Don't go away.
There's a master class in self-evolution called Evolve Yourself. It helps you become the best version of yourself and even goes beyond your expectations. Once activated, Evolve Yourself continues to guide and mold you on your path towards enlightenment automatically. Like it's on autopilot. Imagine spiritual growth and healing as you are made aware of a simple method to trigger a massive mind-body-spirit upgrade. It's easy to begin your transformation process. Watch the free online masterclass at EvolveYourself.live. EvolveYourself.live. For the best in business class travel, count on Cheapo Air. Cheapo Air has the best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service, and easy booking online or by phone. To experience your hassle-free journey, start by going to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Cheapo Air. Looking for an online business? Well, look no further. On BrendanDMurphy.com, you can join the Affiliate Institute. You'll get the skill set and core tools you need to help you be a successful online entrepreneur. It's taught by some of the best people in the business like Cameron George. But what's even better, you can earn as you learn. Only the Affiliate Institute teaches you what to do and provides you amazing high-ticket offers that you can immediately sell. So start your online business today by going to brendandmurphy.com slash playbook. Constant Contact and your small business make a perfect fit for marketing. They give you what you need to succeed. Fast and easy email marketing at your fingertips. Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Constant Contact to start your marketing. Have you heard about electrolyzed water? You know water is the foundation of life, and in these times you want to keep your immune system strong and robust. That's where electrolyzed water may help. It's hydrogen-rich with lots of antioxidants, so it may help you stay hydrated, maintain great health, and boost your energy, too. This technology is made by an industry-leading Japanese company that has been going strong for 45 years. Change your water, change your life at brendandmurphy.com slash kangen, spelt K-A-N-G-E-N. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back to Truth Verse, and we are joined uh, by Dr. Patrick Quantin. I don't know if you go by doctor anymore. It doesn't sound like it, Patrick, so I don't want to um, get it wrong, but you certainly have all the qualifications. You were in the system for 18 years, and you realized the limitations that were placed on you by the paradigm and also the powers that be. And we were having a really interesting discussion there about, and I think you were about to lead into looking after the self versus you know the collective. So I think that's a really important discussion to have because we're seeing the the emergence of a very toxic kind of collectivism, and and this has many layers of social engineering and brainwashing that's been going on for decades behind it, which most people are completely unaware of. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on that that side of the the um, coin. Yeah, it, you're you're absolutely right. The only thing that I think is important for people to start to realize is. That system comes from the medical profession. It's the medical profession who have perfected this system. We believe that we are treated as an individual by the medical profession. When we become ill, they go, oh, and they're going to investigate you as a person and so on and so forth. It's total nonsense. And it has changed even more so into that nonsense since I left. But the nonsense is that they're looking for a diagnosis. A diagnosis is nothing more than a nameplate 
stuck on your forehead. And once you've got that, you are treated like everybody else. They follow protocol. It's a prescribed to the doctor. It's a prescribed way of behavior. This is what is wrong with that person. Therefore, he needs this medication, that medication. And if he gets uh, complications with that or side effects, then you need to do this, that, and the other, and so on. It's literally a protocol for the whole group. You're not an individual. Yeah? I should have known it when I was training even in hospital as a trainee that those specialists that were running the hospital, when they came to visit, they didn't know even the names of the patients or the age of the patient. All they knew that was in room 107 was the liver. And in 108 was the ingrowing toenail. You know, that was all they knew. I should have known, but yeah, yeah, you're young and you want something and yeah. But eventually, that's what it is. So <clears throat> you're not treated as an individual. Being treated as an individual means that you are allowed an opinion. You are allowed to say what works for you, what doesn't work for you. If you say, doctor, these pills make me ill, then the, in my opinion, the most logical thing to, to do would be to say, oh, sorry, don't take them anymore. No, the protocol says give them something to get rid of their sickness. The doctors are now no longer individuals. They're not allowed to think for themselves. They're a group, and that group implements a, a set of rules onto the rest of the population. Another group, keeping control and manipulating people into believing what you believe. So it's repeating the story all the time. Repeating the story all the time. For the last hundred, almost, yeah, a hundred years, they've been telling people that if they've got cancer, they can cure it for them. They don't. We all experience that they don't, but they keep telling the story and we keep following. Yeah? So, <clears throat> it is crucial that this changes when we're talking about health and when we talk about life it's crucial that this changes now what needs to change we need to go back to the individual that doesn't mean to say that we need to completely ignore the group no there needs to be a balance but we're out of balance now because the only thing that matters is the group yeah, I need to wear a, a face mask in order to protect the group and to be respectful to uh, my fellow citizens. This is ludicrous. Yeah, this is ludicrous. If health is individual, then if I'm not hitting anybody over the head with a hammer... I'm not doing any harm to them. So I leave the group alone. 
in this particular story, it's interesting because medical profession has always talked about herd immunity. The group is immune against these invisible creatures. And in a way, it's a story of when we first meet them, then they're dangerous. They make me ill. They're going to make everybody ill. Once we've met them and we shook hands and we had dinner together, then we get to know them better. And then they're not so bad, really. <laughs> so therefore, I don't respond in the same way. And we can live together. So then they become good bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was basically the, the story of herd immunity. And it, it researchers know that you don't even have to come in contact, have a physical contact with those bacteria in order to become immune. We pass on immunity, like trees pass on immunity against certain infections and so on. So even without having direct contact. So then the group becomes immune. The group becomes protected. They do this all by themselves. From the individuals are no longer afraid of these invisible animals. And because they're not afraid, it doesn't do anything to them. They just walk past them. So <clears throat> now, interestingly enough, herd immunity has become a big problem because it's not happening. They, with all the testing that they're doing, first of all, it's very difficult to prove immunity, but okay, let them have that and they can prove their immunity. But it turns out that they can only prove immunity in 3 to 5% of the whole population, even in the population that they know have been ill. So they have had physical contact. Their body has recovered from it and doesn't show immunity. No, not in your tests. But these people have immunity. And now, last week, as I read an article in newspaper, just media, saying researchers have now found that more and more people are getting a second infection of this particular virus. They're getting ill again. And I'm thinking, yes, because the story before that was, I get to meet this guy, we go out for a few drinks, we have a meal together, we get to know each other, and now he's not so bad. I don't have to be afraid anymore. What have they done this time, first time in history, they keep us afraid. Keep everybody afraid, whether you're immune by their standards or not, whether you've had it before or not, it doesn't matter if your energy field is still vibrating in fear, it will shake the physical matter at its center. It will shake it out of balance, out of its normal behavior, it goes ill. And on that note, I think that was brilliantly explained. Thank you, Patrick. I'm going to have to take us to another quick break. Ladies and gents, on Truth and Verse this week, we are joined by Patrick Quanton, 
Uh, we are on Healthy Life Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. You can help reset and optimize your metabolism and help turn your fat into fuel. Want something that can help you do just that in just 10 days? Then you need to try the 10-Day Ketone Challenge. It may even trigger cell repair and regeneration that may help to slow down the aging process. With the 10-Day Ketone Challenge, there's no meal planning or long-term commitments. Go to brendandmurphy.com slash challenge and jump right in. brendandmurphy.com slash challenge. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. The truth and nothing but the truth, but it's spelled T-R-O-O-T-H. Truth is a new social media network that elucidates the censored information that Facebook and search engines have suppressed and don't want you to see. Created by Brendan D. Murphy, it's a platform run by truth seekers for truth seekers, a place where freedom of speech is protected as the highest value. Connect with a community of fellow truth seekers. Visit brendandmurphy.com slash truth. Truth can set you free. It's spelt T-R-O-O-T-H. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Get ready to work smarter, not harder. Brendan D. Murphy's ebook, The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing, does just that and shows you the possibilities of how to maximize profit to put in your pocket. The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing shows you the ins and outs to discover how to leverage the system, tools, and automation to make passive income while you enjoy the lighter side of life. Get The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing at brendandmurphy.com slash pocket. That's brendandmurphy.com slash pocket. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. Welcome back to Truth of Earth. Special guest this week is Patrick Quanton joining me, and we are going to go straight into. I wanted to ask Patrick about the idea of mosquito-borne diseases and, and viruses, and you know, he, him, him picking that apart was quite interesting. So, Patrick, take it away. Okay. Now, <clears throat> more and more in modern times, more and more we hear stories from the medical profession of diseases that have been caused by. Animals, leeches, the mosquitoes, bats, uh, birds, whatever. So, <clears throat> again, what is interesting is that they're not talking about bacteria or fungi that we take on from these animals. These are always viruses that we take on. Yeah. <clears throat> now, it it we take on something from the environment. That is how it's been put. Now. Very often in the stories, there's no physical link to, oh, I was bitten by a bat yesterday. In my own practice, I noticed that people had Lyme disease and could, had never been outside, had never met a leech, didn't know what it looked like, whatever. So <clears throat> to me, those stories didn't ring true at all. Now, 
when you were, when we get, when we take the story of getting bitten by a mosquito or a spider or whatever. Now, <clears throat> there are only two reasons why that should happen. Two possible reasons. One is you scared that animal. It got very afraid and the bee stung you or whatever. The other reason is the animal was looking for you because of your food. Now, here again, when my parents went out for a walk in the woods, why was it that every time my mother came home with mosquito bites and my dad, who walked right past her next to her, never got one? It made me think that it wasn't the mosquito who was at fault and was attacking. It made me start make me think that it was something with my inside my mother. The blood of my mother was different. And <clears throat> so it's the food thereafter, which means if a mosquito, let's take that example, if a mosquito comes and bites you, and it's not because you disturbed it, it was looking for you, and then its mates are coming, and they're biting you as well. It means there is food inside you. Now, <clears throat> when you're in balance, they don't bother you, which means you're out of balance, which means you're already ill, maybe not to the point that you get a lot of symptoms, but you are moving in that direction. And those animals, they come and feed off that, and by doing so, they leave a little bit, a tiny little bit, a homeopathic injection of poison, what is poison to us, inside my body. So my body then responds to that by starting to clear out. And that's the disease. That's the expression of the disease. So what do we see here? Environment, inner world, interaction between the two, and the reaction from my inner world to my environment. The environment is showing me where I'm going wrong. And I respond to that spontaneously in a natural way. Now, that same mechanism happens spontaneously with children. We have a lot of infectious diseases, normal infectious diseases, children diseases. And <clears throat> a lot of these infections relate to certain ages. So you get them around certain ages and certain circumstances. And then you see that most of the children will get that disease. Not all of them, or at least not all the expression of that disease. Now, certain ages, that means changes within the body. That means these children are growing up. From babies, they become toddlers, and then they become children. And so it's a stage, an, an evolution stage that the child goes through. It reaches a certain point, and the structure... The material structure, as it was made and as it has been functioning up to then, is no longer adequate. We need to refurbish or we need to uh, change the shape of the kitchen or we need to expand the bathroom. So 
we're going to reshape that inner structure. And that, because the child is ready for that, the energetic world, the energetic field has changed so much that now we get in the first place, we get destruction of part of the cellular compounds and therefore these cells will die. That is rubbish that needs to be cleared out. It's a particular rubbish because it's a particular renewal or refurbishing of that particular tissue. So it's particular waste that comes out that has been excreted in a certain way. And on the outside, we then see skin eruptions, we see fever, we see redness, we see vomiting, whatever it is. Things or signs that says we're clearing out. It's a natural process. There's nothing wrong with it. Hardly any of those children end up with serious problems. The serious problems that we see have started after they started vaccinating. I can still remember it. I was uh, sitting in my chair watching the BBC News one evening and I literally fell off my chair because there was a man in a white coat, a specialist doctor, on the telly, on the news, who told me that measles was a killing disease. I'd never heard of that. In my whole of my career and my medical uh, studies, I'd never heard of that. Measles was a killing disease. What? Yeah. All of a sudden, the people needed to know this because we needed to vaccinate. It started, the problem started after the vaccinations. Normal children, infectious diseases, one, they don't come from outside. They come from inside. And they come at certain times, certain periods of your life because you're ready to make the step into the next phase of your life. And that is a natural thing. Primitive people, they are much more aware of these things, and they actually have ceremonies for that. Now, the only ceremony that I can remember in in that respect is that when in a village, used to in in Europe, when in a village uh, a child had measles, then the mothers would organize what they would call a measles party. And they would bring the children of the same age group, four to six-year-olds, bring them together, and hopefully mine will get it too then, because we're ready for it. Now, that looks as if we're passing on a virus. No, we're putting children in an environment, we're bringing them together. First of all, there's no fear. None of these mothers are afraid that a child might get measles. No, they want them to get measles because it would show that the child is growing up. Mm. We bring the children together within an environment. What is that environment? One of these children has got spots and has got a bit of a fever, and now we let them play together. And what is the message of that environment is it Guys, it's okay to get measles. It's okay to grow up. And what do we see? Quite a number of the children in that, at that party will become ill, will get the measles. Yeah. 
So what? Now they're stronger. They've grown up. We take medical profession, all that away from people. Puts it on them, give them the power to decide when you should be ready. And by vaccinating, they're actually making sure you're never ready to face the outside world. You remain a very weak person. And that is exactly what, unfortunately, that is exactly what we see the uh, vaccine programs have done over the years. Patrick, that was beautifully put. And with that, I'm going to take us into our final break for the show. Folks, we're on Truthverse, joined this week by a special guest, Patrick Quantum. We'll be back after the break on Healthy Life Radio. The truth and nothing but the truth, but it's spelled T-R-O-O-T-H. Truth is a new social media network that elucidates the censored information that Facebook and search engines have suppressed and don't want you to see. Created by Brendan D. Murphy, it's a platform run by truth seekers for truth seekers, a place where freedom of speech is protected as the highest value. Connect with a community of fellow truth seekers. Visit brendandmurphy.com slash truth. Truth can set you free. It's spelt T-R-O-O-T-H. You have too little time to shop, so try Farm Fresh to you. They deliver organic food the way nature intended, delivered straight to your home or office, economically. Visit our web advertiser page and click on Farm Fresh to you now. Have you heard about electrolyzed water? You know water is the foundation of life, and in these times you want to keep your immune system strong and robust. That's where electrolyzed water may help. It's hydrogen-rich with lots of antioxidants, so it may help you stay hydrated, maintain great health, and boost your energy, too. This technology is made by an industry-leading Japanese company that has been going strong for 45 years. Change your water, change your life at brendandmurphy.com slash kangen, spelt K-A-N-G-E-N. Roku is like having your own video library with over 300,000 choices. And it's the best way to get Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and so much more. There's a Roku player for every budget. So go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on the Roku banner. You can help reset and optimize your metabolism and help turn your fat into fuel. Want something that can help you do just that in just 10 days? Then you need to try the 10-Day Ketone Challenge. It may even trigger cell repair and regeneration that may help to slow down the aging process. With the 10-Day Ketone Challenge, there's no meal planning or long-term commitments. Go to brendandmurphy.com slash challenge and jump right in. brendandmurphy.com slash challenge. Eclectic talk with a positive twist. HealthyLife.net We're back on Truthverse, joined this week by special guest Patrick Quantum. We're talking about health, the energetics of health, the psychology of health, and the environmental role. And, Patrick, it's been fascinating. Firstly, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and share your wisdom. I guess, firstly, where do people... No, lastly, we'll get to that last, but what is it that you would give people to take away? Uh, what's your sort of parting message or sentiments, if you have one at all? And then please tell people where to follow you and check out more of your work. Mm. Yeah, I think the most important thing, and I think I also believe this is the revolution that we're actually living in right now, and that is become your own individual. Don't be afraid to be your individual. 
have your own thoughts. Don't worry about whether they're right or wrong. What is important is that they are your thoughts, your feelings, your experiences, your needs, because we need to look after the individual much more than we have done in the last 50 years. So the needs of the individual need to come up to rebalance the need of the individual versus the need of the group. So be yourself. Now, the other thing is you can talk all you like, just as I do. It doesn't make any difference. No, it's what you do that makes a difference. It's the actions that we take that makes a difference because that changes our environment. It makes it quite clear to other people, but to the rest of our environment as well, what we want, what we stand for, and what we need. That is important. Therefore, I'm not important. I'm not important to any of you. You need to look at yourself. You need to get to know yourself better. So observe yourself very well. All I can do is write some articles, spout my own truth, and if that is a bit of a help or a bit of a guidance to you, then that's fine. I have two websites that I publish on. One is actually the traditional website. It's in the sense that I've been starting putting out articles on there and I've been filling it up, and that is activehealthcare.co.uk. And then a few years ago, I started another uh, website, and we're focusing on that there, specifically on self-empowerment. What is it that an individual can do to grab back their own power? The idea of the website is that anybody who has got something to say on that or has got suggestions to make to other people, that we can publish that on that website. The website is... PQLiar.net and PQ is PQ of first letters of my name, Patrick Quanton, PQ, and then Liar. <clears throat> you can also read it as Peculiar.net. <laughs> very, very clever. I like that. Patrick, um, I'm going to have to wrap it up there. Unfortunately, we'll have to stop. We're out of time completely. Thank you so much again, ladies and gentlemen. And Patrick Quanton has been our special guest this week on Truth Burst. I'll be back on Healthy Life Radio again next week. I'll see you then. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for tuning in to Truthverse on HealthyLife.net Radio. I've been your host, Brendan D. Murphy. And you can find the show notes and video for this episode at Truthverse.com. For more of my work and my writing, head to BrendanDMurphy.com. And remember, my friends, that freedom begins with truth. See you next episode. Rock on.